that top down shit. Cruising on the motherfucking highway doing your goddamn thing. Ain't worried about a motherfucking soul. Just do you, baby. Retro player, player, and 64. Cruising USA Exotica, I need some votes. Hit the floors, cause I need that flower in this hoe. Nintendo power with the power, you gon' run the show. Flow heavy on beats like a tampon. Shorty wasn't sucking dick while your man gone. Hit it once, now your ex wanna stand off. Hitting buck, hit the chug, Norris, now you're dead wrong. Retro player, player, and 64. You ain't cuffing, get these hundreds, I'ma tell a hoe. Welcome everybody to Jeff versus the World. This is episode number 26 or 27, but we are back again, myself and Shahid, and we're going to start a new movie saga, and that is Rocky, 1976. Before that, let me bring in my man Shahid. What's going on, Shahid? Uh, I've been waiting to do this because this is a very near and dear series to my heart, very complicated series, and... Yeah, <laughs> boy, uh, talking to a, a Philly guy doing a Rocky series and a, and a black Philly guy doing a Rocky series is definitely will be complicated because I have a lot of thoughts. So let's get into it. Well, the movie came out in 1976, and this was uh, this was Rocky's big like, I mean, Rocky's. This was Sylvester Stallone's big like break, right? At this point. Yes. Yes. So. Uh, let's just jump into it. Go ahead and give the overview of the movie. It's pretty simple, but you got it. A down-on-his-luck thug boxer gets the chance of a lifetime when heavyweight champion Apollo Creed gives him a heavyweight title fight on the bicentennial anniversary of America. This South Philly palooke somehow overcomes the odds and doesn't die, gaining his respect and showing that sometimes it's not about the the destination, but it's the journey that makes you a man. That's pretty accurate. Let's talk about the let's talk about one thing: the budget, one million dollars, just one mm-hmm. million dollars. That's yeah, it. yeah, I can tell. <laughs> and it made what two hundred twenty-seven? What two hundred twenty-seven million dollars? The highest two twenty-five. Yeah, the highest grossing movie of that year. Think about that. This is the that this could be arguably the well it pretty much is the underground the underdog movie the movie for all the underdogs. This this movie changed because one is one of the it changed sports movies. Made Sylvester Stallone a superstar. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was a you know started a franchise that's still going to this day. Changed boxing movies. Changed boxing culture. Changed Philly culture a lot. And change sports culture. Like, it's that whole – before there was a statue of any other Philly athlete, there was a statue of Rocky in Philadelphia. That's the impact of Rocky Balboa. Like, to the point where a lot of people treat Rocky like he's real. And it's it's a lot of good things that happen from this. It's a lot of bad things that happen from this, too. Like well, what, what's the bad things that happen from it? Let's talk about that. Okay. Because the whole idea of this Rocky Balboa syndrome is this whole thing. I always call it Rocky syndrome because the idea of Rocky is like this scrappy underdog overcame the odds and proved that hard work can overcome superior talent and yada, yada, yada. That's nonsense because that's not what Rocky was. Rocky wasn't some bum. Rocky was a dude that had a whole lot of talent that was squandered. And he finally got his shit in gear and he maximized his talent. White people took this whole thing as like, you know, this our great white hero overcame the odds and beat these jigaboo black dudes that be shucking and jiving. <laughs> and all you got to hear about why you think Spike Lee frowns at Rocky? Because what's the Rocky franchise? Rocky beating up a whole bunch of black people that should have killed them. Beside Ivan Drago, for the most part. And how you hear sports fans now. Remember we talking about hear how they talk about white athletes. What's the, what's, the, what's the language they use? Oh, smart, uh, intelligent. <laughs> Not just that. Scrappy, hardworking, coach's son. Give 110% leave everything on the field. And that's how they overcome against these jungle bunny black people that's just dancing around with their mutant genetics, but they're not focused enough, and that's why they lose. And as you just hear it now, it just infested sports. And infest, like a lot of people walk around thinking that 
this movie came out in 76. Mm-hmm. It's 2019. We still making the same arguments now. And it's just sick as me. I'm, and it's kind of like, as a Philly fan, I love that Rocky represents Philly. I hate the fact that we had Joe Lewis and Bernard Hopkins, yet Rocky was our most popular boxer. Allen Iverson was Rocky in real life. Yeah, we're all Rocky Balboa. We had Brian Dawkins, we're Rocky Balboa, like Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. Like, I'm sick. Like, part of me is sick and tired of hearing about the whole Rocky legend because they got it the wrong the wrong way. So that's just the legacy by itself. Now, I'm glad you cleared that up about the mm-hmm. whole that the, his talent was wasted away because if you listen to him, uh, when him and Mickey, well, he, well, he's arguing at Mickey when Mickey finally comes to him. He's telling him, you know, I tried to come to you years ago. I hate, you know, my legs are gone. My legs are shot now. I'm fighting in pubs now or churches or wherever the hell he was fighting at. Like, I got my prime years got wasted away. So, yeah, I'm glad you cleared it up because I think a lot of people miss it and just say, oh, no, he was just, like, not skilled and he was an underdog. And No, that wasn't the case, really. Yeah, because if that was the case, he'd have, he'd have died, basically. Pretty much. So, and – I will also say it's been a while since I watched this and I know we people laugh the whole, you know, don't judge a movie, don't judge an old movie by new standards. This movie did not age well in a lot of aspects. As far as the racism and misogyny that's going on, it's like, and I don't want to hear like this different 2019. It was bad then. Now, and I'm like, nobody could have said like, and it was equal opportunity because Italians and blacks, woof. The stuff that's said about both of them by each other is less cringy. Before we even get into the stuff with Adrian, like this, woof, like some of the stuff that's going on was just like. Mm-hmm. What did the bartender say about uh, Apollo, this jig clown? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, we'll get into that because there's a whole bunch of stuff, you know. It wasn't just them, Paulie, Mickey. You know how you feel about Italians. And then Apollo cracking his jokes. <laughs> like, you know, you know what they say about Italians, you know, even you on the you know, even on the fight, you know he can cook. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of untangles. So let's just get into it. And let's not forget, because I had to be reminded and because I almost forgot, right uh, Sylvester Stallone did. I'm gonna call him Rocky so bad. Sylvester Stallone wrote this movie. Yeah. Got nominated. So this is all coming from his mind. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's a lot to untangle. And it's funny where we can just get into more like, you know, movie starts and, you know, had the music playing. You just had this like pool hall fight going on and you see Rocky fighting. You come to find out Spider Rico and it's like a, you know, regular old bar fight. They just grabbing each other, clawing each other. Like you don't see any skill whatsoever. And then during a fight, Spider just headbutts Rocky <laughs> on purpose. He didn't try to hide it, nothing. He just hit right. He just hit the right two times, like double dragon. Just pop. It was UFC. You can yeah. Back when UFC didn't have rules, and Rocky get mad, he's grabbing his face, proceeds to lay out Spider. You know, they go out tomorrow. I'll see you next. You know, oh, good fight, Ross. See you next week, and then he's there, and you're gonna get a lot of that. So, <laughs> so he's in there, locker room. The manager breaking down. You know, you made sixty five dollars minus five dollars for the locker and towel fee. The manager gets fifteen percent. You know, such and such tax. So your net, you know, your net's forty dollars. Forty dollars. And what uh, somebody and somebody I think I when I was doing it thread somebody was like oh forty dollars was a lot in seventy six yeah, no it wasn't but it's still forty dollars forty dollars no a lot no seventy six <laughs> what seventy six eighteen seventy six I would say when the guy tweeted I don't know who he was I don't really you know it was just random he was like oh forty dollars was a lot in seventy six the money was different no. I was like but it's still forty dollars it wasn't we ain't talking about Cinderella man. <laughs> it wasn't that it wasn't that long ago like come on now like it's it put fuse perspective and in the, in the 80s Nintendo game cost $50 50 yeah it wasn't that much in between like 85 and like 76 uh, no I, so yeah. gas was you know gas was like maybe like you know 50 cent a dollar well $40 was not a lot of money back then $40 is still $40 it ain't $40 now 
but we ain't talking about like, you know, you bought a, you got forty dollars, you can buy a horse, like this red dead redemption well, or some crap. Prime example how that how that analogy didn't work or what he was trying to say didn't work and I didn't get into it with him. I was like, he Rocky immediately says, When can I fight again? Yeah. <laughs> I need money. Yeah, like okay, he's going there, he's going to his crib, and it's just this movie is like very methodical and it says a lot even when it's not talking. Rocky lives in a dump. And basically, you know, I don't know if he owned uh, probably his parents' house, you know, because that's how I work a lot of time. You know, your parents yeah. buy the house and you never leave the house. And it's there. And he's talking to his turtle about he got a pet food. Like, yeah, I got, you know, small head of flies. It's more moth than flies. I don't know you care about this he's, crap. He's practicing what he's going to say to Adrian. Yeah, like he's breaking down the pet food that he got to his turtle. And he's there. He's looking at a picture of himself and his parents. And he's like Morton salt and a can of beans. And it's like he's just there looking. It's like this is like a man to seem like he's just wasting his life. Like he doesn't even say just the look on his face as he's just looking around and he's taking his shoes off and he's laying in bed with some ice on his face. He barely got any food. Paints, you know, peeling off the walls. Everything's dingy. And it's like, he's not even that old. I think he's like in his 30s. I think, yeah, I think early 30s. Or maybe just And it's like, 30s. he might as well be like 50. Even though he don't look old, it's just like, he just got the weight of his world on his shoulders. Like, this guy's a loser. A bum. And, exactly and it's a bum. And just seeing his face. And it's just like, he just Sylvester Stallone does a lot of acting with his body. Like, just the face he makes as he's looking at himself. Like, you just see all the pain in his face. And the music is playing the, in the background all slow. And it's like, man, this is some some bullshit. <laughs> like, there's some bullshit here. And he's seeing like his, his other job. Oh, boy. But before we get there, don't get it twisted now. I saw good, I saw good times. So, yeah, I see people live rough. <laughs> Carry on. I mean, yeah, it's like, but, you know, I think um, John Amos was making more money than Rocky was. <laughs> and, and, you know, so, JML, he had a lot of jobs. So, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, so I'm thinking that. So he would have had to take care of them kids. So anyway, <laughs> as a side job, he's working as a lay breaker for this. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, let's just say Tony Gazzo is is no Tony Soprano. Not at all. It's like, let's say, a, a C-list loan shark. Like, this dude is just kind of like, he got some influence, but he ain't got, like, because he ain't got that much. It's like, just enough, like, just enough to dress nice and drive that Cadillac. I'll have somebody show for him around. Have somebody show for him. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he getting money, like some dude owed $200. I got 130 you know. You think about it. Oh, come on, Rock. I'm sorry. I don't mean to do it. I break my finger. Or I pretend I did it. It's like, no, you should have thought about it. I'll come back tomorrow. And then it's like, you know, Tony get mad. He's like, I told you to get $200. You got $130. You ain't rough him up. I, you know, that makes me look bad. You do what I tell you to do. You know, like you do stuff like that. Don't don't think, Rocco. Don't think. I do the thinking. Like, he can't even do the loan. Because it's like, his heart ain't in it. He's not that person. Yeah, he looks like that person. Yeah, he you looks would think he's that person, person, talking that person, but he's not that person. And Tony, deep down, knows. It's like you know, it's like he giving him a hookup, and he arguing with the other dude that because the dude, the driver, like you know, what's wrong with your face? Right, like you know, got hit by a truck. Well, you got hit by a truck. Huh? You want to see that? And they just going back and forth. So basically, the stand is like you know, this is how Rocky makes his money. Like because Tony gave him twenty here, he getting forty here. So he, he hustling. Yeah. He's a he's a you know he ain't nine to five Twitter he entrepreneur Twitter he he's not a he's a business he's yeah, working that, he's putting in uh, the work that's what entrepreneur Twitter looked back in the day yeah that's what that's what it looked like hustling to like you know get turtle food can you imagine if he was pushing green tea <laughs> probably could, he could barely yeah let me let me get my glasses how you spell green yeah <laughs> his granny glasses so. So it's already established that, you know, Rocky's a boxer that's also working for this, you know, this mob guy, no time whatsoever. And he want to go on a date. Ooh, bad. Ooh, Adrian. 
after, cause after he talked to Paulie, like, you know, hey, boy, what's up with your sister? That, rock. Uh, let's, let's talk about Pauly. Uh, Pauly's I, one of the worst movie characters who have ever lived. Oh, boy. I got in this argument on Facebook, and it was insane. So what I'm supposed to believe the random movie watcher is supposed to say, Pauly was racist. Pauly was uh, mean. Pauly was whatever. He was all these things. But in the end, he was still a good guy. No, he wasn't. If you go through the series, he was who he was to the very end. I don't care how he they tried was, to dress it up. He was this moocher who was just resentful because people, he felt like people didn't appreciate him. Like he was mad at Rocky because Rocky never gave him a job with Tony Gazzo. He was mad at Adrian because Adrian didn't give him enough love or something. He just did man. He's just this angry man that felt like the world owed him something and he didn't get Like he's, you know, he worked, you know, in the, in the meat, exactly. meat packing place. My, my choice, my, I can barely move my hands, Rock. Ugh. Oh, Every, why about that? Everything is everybody else's fault. Yeah, it's never his fault. And he mellowed out a little bit, but he was always that bum, like, where my hookup at? And his, you know, Rocky trying to, like, get with Asia. Don't worry about my sister. You can do better than her. He called his, sister, his own sister retarded. No, he didn't. He says, no, the she driver did. I thought she said, slow. Like, yeah, he said, no. okay, she said he's slow or something like that. She's slow. You know, she's slow. She, she never do nothing. You can get something better than that. Jeez. You know, like, yeah, like, you know, she's just going to waste away. Y'all dust all over. <laughs> so it's like. He's a fucking and, villain. Yeah, like you talking about that yeah, sister. You know, she working in a pet shop and Rocky trying to kick game. Like, oh, you know, hey, Drew, what's going on? You know, get some. what about that dog right there? You know, he might get it yet. I don't know. I'm just don't, don't, oh, the owner don't come hey, get him. Let's talk about this. How good is uh what's her name? Talia? What's her Talia? Talia Shire. How good is she playing the shy, uh you know, kind of like you no know, stay introvert? She is awesome. Especially if you you know, keep in mind. Last time you see her was in the Godfather movie. Oh yeah. She ain't shine. No, but not at all. Breaking glasses and and getting beat like she had some sass. So see her now. She all mouse. It's funny. My wife was watching it. It's like she didn't really watch the first Rocky. Like that's Adrian. Thought she'd be hot. I'm like Rocky wasn't all like Rocky had to grow to become Rocky Heavyweight Champion. We all got to start somewhere. Yeah, the glow. Like, little Wayne. <laughs> little Wayne didn't start by dating Lauren London. Little Wayne moved up to dating Lauren London. Like let's. Relax. Like you see, you see athletes first baby mamas and they tend to look a certain way. And that's for a reason. Cause like you work with what you got both, both ways. So he's there kicking game and she all shy and stuff like that. And, you know, so basically you already established Rocky. He's a loser. He likes this, you know, he likes Adrian. He got nothing going on. So, and then, you know, Oh, so he go into his, and then go into his locker. You know, locker don't work. Just, you know, Checks the combination, like it don't work. He gives locker away. And this is when you establish my favorite character. And I didn't realize Mickey, he's not even in the movie this much. He's a, he's a bigger deal later. Yeah, like but he's that. not even in this that much. He's there. He's like, Why are you giving my locker away? Uh, you ain't your locker no more. They gave it away to such and such. He's a contender. You're a bum. <laughs> Who'd you fight? Up on Spider Rico. Uh, he's a bum. I and then you brag about, you brag about uh, you good fight. Who'd you fight, Rock? Spider Rico. <laughs> He's a bum. <laughs> He's just sitting all on Rocky, like you know, like get out of my gym. Like why you got why you got beef with me? Like you know, you could have been something. You could be a contender. Like you that's know, out here. You just just get out of my face, Rock. <laughs> like get out of my sight. Cause it's like, and it comes up a couple times. You realize where the anger comes in later. But so all you know is this guy, this old trainer, just some crotchety. Old man, and it's funny. Mickey was younger in this one than Rocky was in Creed. Seriously? Yes. Damn. Yeah. Fitness works a lot different from the seventies to the to the twenties, two thousand tens, right? Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Because Mickey looked like he like ninety years old in this, and he, I mean, he oh, he went that old. Yes. I remember reading that. It was like, wow, how about that? So you already established rock. So basically, you already established all the main characters, except for one. 
Mm-hmm. Apollo Creed. The hero of the movie. <laughs> what was your first thought when you saw Apollo Creed? Uh... You mean first watching the movie, like just ever first time seeing the movie? When, when he first, the first time he pops in the movie, you know, what my first thought was what? Carl Weathers should have been a bigger movie star. Oh, come on! He had he had the what the the, the looks that you would want around that time, and he had the charisma. I mean, he just popped. He popped off the screen. And the funny thing was, it wasn't that Carl Weathers was like the third or fourth biggest black actor in the 80s because it was basically Eddie Murphy, then Danny Glover, then, like, him. Because he was doing the Rocky movies. He was doing Predator. Like, he was working. It was like, you can see, because he had... Which is down the road, I keep trying to tell you. It's a reason why Action Jackson was supposed to be a thing and it didn't happen. Yeah. Like, he had... You can tell because, like, he looks like a million bucks. He looks like an athlete. He looks like a boxer. Everything's on point. He's smooth, but not like job talking. Yeah. He's smooth, intelligent. Like, you know, the speech he gives, like, you know, tell everybody, like, you know, go to school, be a, you know, be a doctor, be a lawyer, carry a briefcase, you know, athlete smell. <laughs> don't be an athlete. No, it's, said, don't waste your time. Don't be, he said, be a thinker, not a stinker. <laughs> yes. That's athlete smell. Like, make your money through education. They do not want to do this. Keep in mind, this man, this man, probably richest can be at this point. Mm-hmm. So he's like the heavyweight champion, probably like slightly past his prime, but still like the champ, still the man. And knowing what we see with Creed, where you see how big a house his wife's in, Whew. yeah, and seeing how big a house, you know, because like by Rocky Four, you saw the pool he was in. Like Apollo was making loot, so you figure like Apollo got to be like a multi millionaire at least like eight not i don't think he's like mike tyson money he got me eight figures at the very least so he rich everything put together black management like his whole thing was he was like the combination like muhammad ali and floyd mayweather because he was like smart charismatic but about his business always about his business his whole thing is like you know he got this fight lined up and everything and they're trying to find like you know sponsorship and they like everything's on point Mm -hmm. so and you see them there and they watching on TV and the dude's like, as you got to the point, like, what happened to the good fighters? <laughs> you know, like Rocky Marcin, this guy, like, uh, this is J Clown. Jay Clown, what did you say? You out there shucking and driving as me and Jay, like, that's the heavyweight champion of the world. He went out there and, you know, put his mindset to become champion and risk it. What'd you ever do? <laughs> oh, excuse me if, you know, I like you don't like your life. I like mine. I'm about to take a I'm about to take a shot and then drink some scotch. This is me taking a shot. And at this point, Rocky was so yeah, Rocky was so indignant that this dude had the nerve to criticize the Apollo Creed. And it wasn't even like the race part as much as like the whole thing is like Apollo Creed made himself to be what he is. What you doing? At this point, I am down with woke woke Rocky. <laughs> but it takes a turn. Uh huh. Yeah. So this goes on. So he's basically they bullied Adrian into a date, and that's exactly what this was. Oh boy. This aged so I forgot how bad this came off. The whole entire date from beginning to end. Adrian is basically like being because basically she don't want to go out. Cause she's like, I don't. Why is he here at this house? I didn't agree with this. He's like, come on, go out there. But first, we be reminisce to say we find out they go on a date. The boss found out like, oh, I heard you go on a date. This nice girl. How do you know about that? I got ears. I hate things, <laughs> you know. And what the driver say? Take her to the zoo. Retards like the zoo. Oh, boy. Wow. It's seven. <laughs> Yo, it was it was just, it's different. It was different. It was, it was hella different. Like basically, like, want you take basically feed us some peat? Like, I just laugh at the audacity. Yeah, the seventies were different, and I will say that. But like, man, he wrote just, this. Yeah, <laughs> take take this. Re- I heard you all with this retard. Take it to the zoo. Why don't you feed us some peanuts too? Like, what? So it already starts there. And then she don't want to go. They bullying her. Like, Paul, like, go ahead. You got the house. You're going to just dry up like that. Oh, not to mention, 
It's Thanksgiving, and she's cooking Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Oh, you cooking turkey? Cooking turkey? Takes the turkey out the oven and throws it outside. There's your turkey. That's this shit. That's criminal shit. That's this is domestic beef, and they not even dating. This is brother and sister, and she just luring over her like, and this just in Rocky the whole time like, uh, you know, maybe I come back. This don't seem too good, Paulie. <laughs> like he like even Rocky like I don't know, like this I don't know how this playing off. He like don't worry about. It. She need to get out the house. She don't do nothing. So Adrian gets bullied out the house in this date with this man you don't know, and then they walk in Rocky doing all well, the talking. Let, let's be clear. She, she, you know, she kind of like him because you always see her like peek at him when from a distance, but she just doesn't know how to. It's different between you liking somebody and you going on a date. It's like, no. yeah, he come to the shop and everything like that. But it's like, I didn't want to go on a date. He's showing up at the crib and I'm getting forced to go out. My idiot tyrant brother just threw the Thanksgiving ticket. Like, and Rocky like, oh, you know, I don't worry about Thanksgiving just a day. But it's Thanksgiving. I was cooking. Uh, it don't mean nothing. <laughs> just, wow. And where they go, they go to the skating rink, and he bribes the Zamboni driver to get Tim because it's Chris, you know, Thanksgiving Eve. So mm-hmm. either Thanksgiving, so they close. It's like, let me get 10 minutes. Okay, 10 minutes, 10 dollars. What about seven? Man, uh, give me 10 dollars. 10 dollars. <laughs> How about this? I give you nine. You get 10 minutes. So I want to hear this whole 40 dollars was a lot of money because he. Rocky like, I don't know about it. two dollars. I gotta get some food, food. Pet shop food. Yeah. Right, yo. <laughs> so I want hear this. So I so yeah, I wanna hear this shit for forty dollars a lot of money. Rocky was haggling over two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what women would talk about how they wanna go with no cheap ass men, cause women now tomorrow, first date we go on the park and walk around. <laughs> cause this man broke. But don't want to say he broke, and it, it's all and it's funny. It didn't start then. It didn't start now because that's what basically Rocky did. They brought around, and she he ain't even skating. She ride around skates, and he talking. He talking her ear off like you know the boxing, you know softball. What's the softball? Oh softball, you know left handed. It's awkward fighting. You know I come from the left. You know from the south. And talk, you know they starting to warm up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's basically explaining. And then you get more about learn about Rocky. Like his whole thing is. He knew he was good as a boxer. He just wanted to prove that he wasn't a bum, that he had the time to do it. And things didn't work out the way he wanted, but he still does it because, you know, it's money. So, yeah. Well, also, too, I think it, it's, he, you know, like he said in later, he's a fighter. He, that's what he do, you know, so. So, because they just like, well, how come you don't like, how come you do this if you weren't successful? Like, you know, this, the fighters fight. And that's one of the things about the Rocky series. Like, you know, we are who we are. Like, and his whole thing has been a push and pull, embracing who he was. And sometimes he's embraced it, sometimes he, he hasn't. And this one's like, you know, this is what I do. I always wanted to do it to prove that, you know, I could do something in my life. But, things didn't turn out the way I wanted, but it's like, you know, it's it is what it is. That's and that just a small thing. That whole fighter thing, I'm glad that got extended to Creed, where that same fighting aspect is in that movie too where they keep that you know thing alive about it because he even says I'm a fighter yeah so that happens and then they go on the date you know they got the dude keep counting down the time seven minutes he was moving kind of fast with time just hate to tell him six minutes (laughs) all right time up and then he running so and then walk into the place and this will get worse you know, why don't you come in and get something to drink? I don't know. Oh, boy. What you mean you don't know? Come on in. I've I never been with a man before. Oh, come on, come on in. I don't, I don't bite. You come inside. Left the door open. Come on in. You know, you shot. No me, no, Rocky. <laughs> he asking, and he didn't, like, he didn't drag her in, but no. it's like he basically went her in. It's like, oh, you know, why don't you come in a little bit? It's cold outside, you know. You snuggle. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't really know you like that. All valid reasons. I shouldn't be here. Yeah. Oh, boy. Paulie might be worried about you know, <laughs> Hey, Paulie, I'm with your sister. See you later. That's how, that's the way it's like, yeah, if you worry about where Paul, if Paulie wanted to worry you at, I just told, I just screamed out the window. So, and then she finally acquiesced to goes in against her will, and then is like, look around the place. This place is a dump. 
It plays bad. It's, it's okay. No, it ain't okay. And then they talking, and it's like, can I get a kiss? And it's so cringy. It's like she turning her head, and no, she no, no, ain't no, really. No, 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 He said, "I'm going to kiss you right now. You don't mm-hmm. have to kiss back." All right, all right, Rocky Weinstein. <laughs> like what? Like he's there, and it's just you know she turning her head. And then, you know, lips barely touch and everything. And she, it's just cringy. Then she finally warm up. And then I guess the tiger, you know, the eye of the tiger open up for Adrian. They finally get in it. Watching this now, I'm like, this is gross. Okay. I've been trying to figure out what I want to say about this. And I think I have. I under, no, I don't, whatever the time was. I know it was 76 or whatever, stuff like that. And I get that she was supposed to be shy. Even still, the way he came off was creep status, creepo. Like, he pushed himself on her until she was like, oh, okay, whatever, whatever. And with the other movies, or as the movie after after this scene, I guess it's supposed to be, well, you know, they're in love now. They love each other. She warmed up, yeah. and all of a sudden it's cool. It's cool. But I'm like, no, if – if she said she said no like three or four times before she even got in, all right, I see you tomorrow. After the first no, or you get at most two, not over and over again, and then it's like I'm gonna kiss you. I got kiss me. What? And that's what I was uh, I was uh, texting you yesterday. I was like, the director should have stepped in and been like, hey, Ra, uh, Sylvester Sloan, this maybe we should cut this out. It's uh-huh. a way it could have been cut. Even now, you can still just yeah. cut and paste it. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm like, yeah, maybe the writer should have said something, too. And then I didn't realize you didn't realize the writer was like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, Stallone's the writer. He wrote this shit. He should have been like, hey, Rock, uh, just just change. Let's change all this around. Let's just do this and change this. Don't keep pushing her in the house because it kind of looks kind of, you know, it 76 ain't no different from 2019 when it comes to women and, you know, them either wanting to come in the house or not wanting to come in the house. Even if she was an introvert, you if there was a different way to play that and it didn't come off well then, maybe it did. I guess people didn't speak about it then or it was something you didn't say. But now it's just like, yo, I want to I want a new, I want y'all to like go in the movie and like just doctor this up or something. It has me wondering the mindset of people back, you know, because people back then always call us soft. of like, nah, y'all was trash. If this was normal, I'm like, I'm glad we changed because y'all was garbage. You know, so that happens. And then the fighter that Apollo's going to fight, he breaks his hand, I guess, in training. So now they got to find a new fighter. And it's like, you know, got five weeks. And they like, oh, I don't got time to get in shape. And, and then Apollo's like, these bums know that none of them are good enough to fight me. It has nothing to do with training. Everyone's going to watch this fight for the 200th anniversary. And they don't want to see me whip them with the world watching. He basically called the, the entire heavyweight division cowards. <laughs> he like, I don't want to hear this training shit. They just don't want to get, they just don't want to catch these hands on prime time. Like he talking cash shit. It's like, how are we going to salvage this business? And the, I, you know, I promoted, I made a goddamn amount of fights and like that. He's like, well, get it done. And then he like, you know what? Can't find a, you know, let's do a spectacle. 200th anniversary, an Italian discovered America. What's better than a son of Italian fighting me on the anniversary of America? Like, Apollo Creed was a shrewd man, and he knew to play on a racial animosity and tendency that's ingrained in boxing and fighting. Because what are the biggest fights normally when two races that aren't the same race fight? Remember all the, remember all the hullaboo with Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather, Ricky Hatton and Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. Oh, Remember how many man. people thought Conor McGregor had a snowball chance at Halloween? Oh, you know, he got that, he's got that Irish spirit. Ain't like that. Like, people build up on that, you know, because every F, fighting is, is has a lot of ethnic pride all over. It doesn't matter what race you are. It's like, I'm going to represent, I'm the best because I'm representing my race. I'm representing my nation as a man. Hand to hand combat. It's a lot of just energy there. And Apollo's taking advantage, he knows. So it's like, you know, I'm a find the name basically the name of the phone book. Italian Stallion. It's like a horror movie. 
<laughs> like, let's do it. Let's call him. So, you know, Rocky get the call and it's like he think it's a joke. You want me to sparring partner? So, okay, you know, I'll spar with Apollo Creed. I respect him. And I won't take no cheap shots neither. Like, no, it's not that. You know, I want you to fight. How would you like a heavyweight championship fight in the world and make $150,000? No. And what's the first thing I want you to say? No. no. Thank you. No. <laughs> and he basically had to talk him to it like, you know, you don't, you know, you know. You only get one chance. It's a chance of a lifetime could change your life. And it, it basically, like, you know, talk Rocky into it. So think about that. Rocky went from a f- fighting for $40 to 150 grand. And his first thought was no. Yeah. We'll talk about how that money was spent later. I mean, but, yeah. yeah no. I mean, I'm not too surprised because Gladiator, they was like, you know, Maximus, how about you be Emperor in Rome to the Senate takeover? Nope. That's the first thing he said, like, no, with all my heart, no. And it's like, you know, it's like, because he probably, I don't know, part of it's like, you know, is it a joke? Or it's like, I know I can't beat Apollo Creed. Well, I think he you said, know, it's just, he said, yeah, he said, right? I can't. So, and it comes up later. So anyway, you know, he, he takes the fight and then like, then all this stuff changes. Dynamics change with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, because first, you know, Mickey comes back. And this, I want to say, this is the biggest, you know, because we already had another Mickey scene after that. We like, you know, how come you give me a hard time? You want to know why? I want to know. You want to know why? Y'all want to know, like, you know, because you could have been somebody. Instead, you know, you're just a cheap leg breaker for some two-bit loan shark. It's a living. It's a waste of life. Like, he just... It's like basically like, you know, he's mad at Rocky for Rocky just wasting away his life. So now Mickey shows up hat in hand and gives his life stories like, you know, I think you need a manager with this fight against Apollo. You know, I used to have a project. The guy used to look, you know, I knocked somebody out. 1929, knocked him out the ring. At the same time when they have with Joe Filippo. That's why they didn't notice me. You want to know why? Because I didn't have a manager. Let me look at my face. I fought this dude. Dude had a nail in his glove. Jesus, man. Come on. <laughs> what in the world were they doing back in the day? Like, blood was pouring on my face. So basically, Mickey thing is like, I went through all this and I could have been somebody, but I didn't have people protecting me. And I want to protect you, you know, so you get this chance. And Rocky's listening to this. And he, you know how you're just talking to somebody that you know, you don't really want to hear this shit. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to be polite. Just snap and rock and Rocky just goes off. And he's like, you know, at least yeah, you said all this, you can get out. He's like, you know, you had a prime. I needed you ten years ago. Where was you at then? It's like, you know, at least you had a prime. I don't got nothing. I'm in this shitty apartment, my back going out, my legs are gone. Yeah, I'm getting money fight the champ. I know I can't beat the champ. I'm gonna get my brains battered then. So what? Like just pissed. Yes. And it's just and I'm going to say something personal because my dad passed away Thursday Thursday night and I found out about it and one of the things I was thinking about was I used to hear all the time about people telling me how proud he was of me and he looked you know everything like that and it was like yeah but I didn't hear from him till it was too late like where was it at back when I needed it it was just weird. All these people talking about, you know, he looked, you know, he was used to brag about you all the time and all this. And Rocky is like, you know, when I needed you, you was nowhere to be found. You've been dogging me all this time. And now you want to be all the hero stuff and everything like that. And it's just all this um, animosity stuff coming out. And I've seen this movie plenty of times. But this scene has hit me different because I knew exactly where Rocky was coming from. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, Rocky know his life. He know he a loser. He know he wasted potential. He know he could have been something, and it didn't happen. He knows it. And now he got this chance, and everybody coming out the wood works, and everything, want to do something. He like, yeah, I'm getting paid a lot of money for what? To get murdered? Like, he knows he ain't got a snowball chance in hell of beating Apollo Creed. He knows this. He understands this. He's still going to go through it, because that's what fighters do. And Mickey don't got anything to say, because Mickey knows. Like, he's yeah. just listening to the door, and it's just like, you know, yeah, I'm, you know, you're still there. I didn't need you, blah, blah, blah. And the movie does this perfect thing. Mickey walks down the steps. Mickey leaves. 
He's walking away. Rocky comes back and then they talk. But you don't hear it. You don't hear what they say. They're talking to each other and like they explain each other. Like he puts his arm around Mickey. Then he shakes, you know, has his hand out. You know, Mickey, Mickey shakes his hand. They walk away. It's like they hand like they both got their beef out. They both decide, like, you know what the hell with it? Let's go ahead, go with it. Mm-hmm. A different movie would have heard what they said. This one, you didn't hear it. And, and I was like, that was an awesome choice. Like, that's, I wonder why, some, I'm like, that was ingenious. Yeah, I always, this is always one of my favorite scenes out of the whole series because it sets up their relationship going forward. You see what their relationship is, and it actually kind of, gives you an idea of where both of them were coming from. It pretty much tells you, you know, I, well, I didn't like the decisions you made, Rock. You know, you went to go, you know, break arms or whatever and do this. So I was just like, fuck you. And Rock is like, but I needed your help. And they just hashed it out. They said what they had to say, and it was like, it was just a good scene. Both, both that was just one of my favorite scenes. It's a great scene. Yeah, and it's how they play it. Like, they hash it out, but you don't know what they said. You just know that whatever they said, it worked out where they shook hands, like, let's work together. And keep in mind, that's right after you see them just railing into each other, tearing it, like, all that animosity. Sometimes it's like that. You say what you got to say, you get off your chest, and they go about your business one way or the other. They decide to work together. So, Rocky wakes up, and this infamous drinking the eggs. I tried that. I tried that one time, never again. Me too. And I was just like, nope. <laughs> Save it for Sylvester. Sylvester Stallone, you can have that. I'm like, and people actually, I'm guess people used to do it back in the day. I know people did this after Rocky came out. I mean, it's a quick way to get your protein if you don't worry about getting salmonella or dying. I'm like, it's just probably disgusting. And you know, it's like he's running, doing the whole jog and the Philly, you know, dust yeah. and those steps. I I run those steps once. <sighs> that ain't no joke. He was hurt. He was yeah. hurting. And he out there training. And then it's like, you know, Paulie's like, you know, I'm gonna have you train. Like Paulie trying to hustle. I called the news people to film you while you hit the meat. It's like, hey, Paulie, what you trying to do? You know, I, I don't want you to see this. You know, you should have told me something. You know, Rocky, Rocky just wanna do his business. And he's getting interviewed by the black lady. It's like, you know, I got this training and Paul's like, You talked to Tony Gazzo yet? No, you you don't want to do that. Basically, like, Rocky, no, he ain't built for that life. Yeah, but Paulie just like, man, he's like, I'm tired of doing this whole meat thing. So he's getting filled, punching the meat, and Duke watching this while basically, you know, Apollo like worrying about business. <laughs> and Duke already know this is the first time, like, you know, I don't know about this one. He, he tried to warn, like, yeah, this ain't no regular guy. Like, he watched, like, you know, the whole soft one, the whole Southpaw thing, and then watched this, like, yeah, this dude training, hitting meat, breaking ribs and stuff. It's like, this ain't some bum. And he see it. And Apollo, like, he, like, nah, whatever. Because they had a press conference, and he's, like, cracking, they cracking jokes, like, hey, you know, we have a good fight and anything like that. And it's like, and it's the line about, you know, if you can't, you know, if you can't fight, you can definitely cook. You know how Italians do. And basically cracking jokes about Rocky. And we'll ignore the fact that um, Mickey called Rocky a Dago Wop. Jesus. Yeah, so everybody, like, Italians and black people slandered in this. And it's like, it was a, no, it was a slander back then. I remember watching The Godfather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we already knew that. So, and Rocky trying to play it off, like, you know, I'm not, you know, like it didn't bother me. And he gives a shout to Adrian. He's like, oh, why are you shot me on TV? Why are you putting me on Front Street like that? He's like, mm-hmm. you my girl. And then he confides in Adrian, like, you know, I know I said the words didn't hurt, but it did deep down. It bothered me because people are looking at me like I'm some fool on some, like, Rocky, he's sensitive to how he's looked and, upon. And he got, he finally had somebody that he could say it to. Yeah. Like, Because yeah, he, wrong. remember, he gave advice to that girl, Marie, but you know, don't be hanging around with these. You know, you dress like this, you can be called a whore, even if you're not one. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like you know, like carry yourself with a lace and you get slander. Like good seventies man advice. And he's like, oh, that's cool. Oh, but guess what, Rock? Screw you, creepo. And, and Rocky, like, yeah, you know, why would he listen to? Like, you know, why would I, who was her? Why would she listen to advice from me? Mm. I'm busy talking to a little girl about how to carry yourself as a woman. So hey, I wonder, all that. I wonder if we'll see Maria again anytime soon. 
<laughs> yeah, so all this going on where he's confiding to Adrian and everything like that, getting ready, and then the blow up with Paulie. Because Paulie with the bat, like, you know, you living good and she living good. What about me? He there with the bat breaking stuff and all that. Rocky should have cleaned his damn clock. For the first time. Well, maybe that should have been the first time he should have just knocked him out. But did you hear what he said? I gave you my sister and this is the way you treat me. Give. What? And she like, give? I'm not something to be give. Wow. Hey, oh, hey, he cried. Oh, you're supposed to be good to me. What is wrong? She with like you? I am. Like I cleaned your socks. I pick up your clothes. I feed you. And she, this first time, she finally like stands up to him. Yeah. And he just crumple because he got punk. And then she like, <laughs> you know, you want a roommate? She ready to leave all this. So, so that's established. And then you know, Rocky training. And you remember the the clip I sent you. <laughs> This ain't the first. Yeah, it's the first time in the last. Like you know, focus on like you know, leave leave that pet shop dame alone, everything like that. You know, I like, like eggs. Because first it's like you know, you get that autograph and get the hell out of here, get your little chicken ass. <laughs> you got no yams back there. Mickey was tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you need to lay off this pet shop dame, right? Oh, I like her. Well, let me explain you. <laughs> he was pissed. He was like. Leave that women shit alone. Focus on your work. And he's like, all right, well, good, good. And then he calmed down. <laughs> but it's always because that that happened in Rocky one. It happened in Rocky, and then it happened again in Rocky three. Like, just listen to Mickey. He did, like, please, please, just listen to your. <laughs> and it's before he has a heart attack and then it's like and it's funny how that comes up in real life like you know they've actually done studies of sex before athletic events has it decreased you know performance results have been inconclusive you know old wives tale like you know don't be messed with the women it ruins your stamina <laughs> like you give him blood or something <laughs> so it's it's funny how that works and I've and then I wonder how many people watch Rocky and they're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm laying off. Like before the playoffs come, no more yams. <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody in 2019 is living by the Rocky philosophy. Mm-hmm. So then it's the Rocky training. He's doing the run through Philly with the music, the greatest training music of all time. Absolutely, I have Rocky and Rocky Four. <laughs> when I listen to what I go see. This sound yeah. it's a reason why this soundtrack has been sampled by so many rappers. Yeah. Because that music hit Bill Conti. That the music hits. Like the 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 bass, the the the, the whole it's just it's straight out the seventies and it, it just fits. I run a treadmill, I play some of the Rocky music because it's like it's just a good music to train to and run. It's just a nice beat and cadence. And you you, you know, it's when it starts getting that, you know. You know, going hard now, going mm-hmm. gotta fly now. You just be like out there. He doing the push ups, and he get hit in the abs with the he get smacked in the abs, Mm-mm. hit with the medicine ball. Like they was training, training. Like Rocky out here putting in the work. Like he maximizes potential. Well, finally, was Apollo doing around this time? Did, did they ever? Show, did they ever show what Apollo was doing? No. I, in, in Rocky 2, they do. Rocky 1, they don't. Yeah, so you, like, know, you know. He was bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, the day of the fight, and he's sitting in bed, and he like, you know, he know, even all this, I can't beat him. Oh, so good. But I'm still going to do it. I just, just want to, you know, just go the distance, just to prove that I can do it. I just want to survive. And Adrian's there, like, you know, giving them props like you can do it. Like, you know, she ain't the, she's not the whole stick in the mud that they make out to be later. She's there to support and it's like that. Mm-hmm. So they're there. It's, it's fight time. Rocky got the robe. Like, Mickey's like, you got walking every time. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Paulie's good for him. What, what, you know, what's the split? Like, Paulie get 3,000. I get the robe. Shrewd man. He <laughs> won't talk about Rocky neither. It's like Paulie got off quick. He had that shitty ass rule. So he coming out. Oh, and Tony got me. Here's the thing. Tony Gazzo gave him five hundred dollars for training. Yeah, I, training I, I, expenses. Now I wonder if Rocky gave it back. Um, Rocky too has me wondering a lot of things about Rocky. <laughs> because I I was doing the math on some of that. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Boy, 
We talk about nigga economics. Good <laughs> Lord. I thought my credit score was bad coming out of school. But we will, we'll get to that then. But I'm like, <laughs> it's some funny stuff going on with some money maps. So anyway, fight time come Rocky there. And Apollo coming out looking like George Washington. I wish you could see my, see my face every time that scene. Because I just look at him like disgusted. Take that shit off. <laughs> And they like no wonder white people is not liking this man. Like <laughs> this clown, like, and he ain't taking it serious. Like I want you, and he ain't shape and stuff. But it's like you know whatever. He probably not thinking no big deal. Cause Duke know, but you know Paul's like I'm I'm cause why not? He never even been knocked down. Yeah, hey, he's not. I'm going to see somebody who's unranked. Get out of here, man. It's like, it's what's the big deal? I'm undefeated. I've never even been knocked down before. So it's like, I'm I'm like them. He's like Muhammad Ali without no Joe Frazier or Ken Norton's or George Foreman's or anybody else to beat that had beaten him. He just been going through everybody. This guy no big deal. So they fighting. Rock hit him with those fist of stones and drops him. <laughs> and everybody going wild there and the bar going wild. And like, you know what in the world is this? And Apollo, like, what happened? <laughs> hell, like, y'all ain't tell me he had it like that. Yeah, <laughs> he Duke was trying like, to tell the whole time, like, yo, he, don't he just makes them like, what, huh? Because Rocky yeah. don't know. Rocky don't know. He's like, when you have nothing to lose, <laughs> okay. It's like the first time you eat some good lemon pepper wings, and you get mad, like. <laughs> Man, you had these. You never told me about these. You ain't. I thought he was my friend. That's how Apollo had this look. Like, what in the world is this? So they fight, and Apollo like, all right, jokes over. He's trying to, like, he's still like, all right, I'm gonna put some hands on you. Round ends, and it's like, you know, Duke's like, you thought it was a damn show, and he thinks it's a damn fight. <laughs> like, this is your fault. Like, he, Duke pissed. He's like, he tried to warn Apollo. Apollo thought it was a joke. Uh-huh. And then Mickey. Just go ahead and do what you can do. And then they're just having the fight. And it's the first of like, you know, all these CTE bombs. It's, it wasn't a whole bunch of ducking in Rocky movies. We'll get there. Cause boy, 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 I'm gonna tell you, Mr. T put it on his ass. But go ahead. Mr. T put it on and Drago should have murdered him. There's <laughs> a reason he say that line in Creed too. He broke part of me that never he broke parts of me that have never been healed. You know how long ago that fight was? He still got that feeling. I'm like, yes. Yeah, so Apollo is just beating his brains in, but Rocky still, you know, Rocky gets some hits in there like that. He's still hanging on. He ain't winning. You know, he get dropped a few times getting up and it's like, you know, they want to stop the fight. Tell him, tell him to stay down. And he's yo, getting up. Yo. Stay down. Stay down. Like he, he just told yeah. him to stay down. Like, yeah, I, I want you to live because he already got like a bad eye anyway. Because they worry about that. Dumbass said cut it. And he told No, I even before that. Before that, when they when they first met the cut, you know, the cut guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah I've, seen worse. I've seen worse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, he gets up and Apollo's like, this motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, he got this look on his face like, do I have to shoot this man for him to stay down? And it's like, you know, final round. It's like, cut me, Mick. Cut me. <laughs> All right. I see what I do. And he was like, stop shucking and jiving, stop dancing around, stick and move, you know, stop playing around this whole time. And then it gets to the final round, they going after it, and they just throwing bombs at each other. And then Rocky breaks his ribs. Yeah, yeah he was done. He was going down. He so was going it, down. It's good. Like, if it had been around 16, it had been a wrap. And what if I'll say, ain't going to be no, no rematch. rematch. No, no, don't want one. History, you know, the box office proved that that was a lie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the fight ends. He's calling out for Adrian. You know, Adrian's there. And you don't even hear, like, they they announcing the scores, like the judges' scores. You don't even hear the scores. Mm-hmm. You know, and you find out, like, you know, Apollo won by split decision. And Rocky could care less. Like, he just wanted Adrian. He's like, he sees Adrian. He's like, where's your hat? <laughs> she says, I love you. After she's like, Yeah, I love you. He's like, Your head gone. Because he's, he's like, I love you. And they hugging each other. And at the end, you finally hear it at the end. It's like, you know, still heavyweight champion of the world, Apollo Creed. But you have to listen hard to hear it. Like, mm-hmm. he just wanted to survive. And it's funny where Rocky 1 ends like that. Rocky Balboa ends like that. Creed 1 ends like that. 
Mm-hmm. Real Steel ends like that. Even that Rock'em Sock'em Robot movie with Hugh Jackman ends like that. Like, you know, he, the dude don't, like, they don't win the last fight. They like, it was like a split decision. It's like, you know, that's cool. It'll be other fights. So it's the whole, this movie was one of the movies that, I don't know if it was the first one, but it's one that popped like the whole thing. You don't have to win to be a hero. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why it's, it's, it's a good character movie because it just shows you uh, where he was in the beginning and where he was in the end, how, you know, things worked out for him. Now, we could talk about how things <laughs> drastically changed as the series kept going but uh yeah rocky was still it holds up as far as i think that like you said the character of rocky but some of the stuff in it eesh. i will also say that it's a very different movie from the rest of them because this feels like one the 70s were like a more deliberate time because this movie is like it's two hours is it? it's not yeah damn i thought it was shorter hours. No, because like it's just it's deliberate. It's like it's funny where it's like it seemed like it's short, but there's a lot of stuff going on just unsaid. Like it's just a lot of like little things that just establish these characters. But you don't spend a lot of time with a lot of them. Like, you know, you see Apollo a few times, you see Mickey like a few times. It's basically Rocky, Adrian, and then everybody else. Like, you know, Paulie pops like people pop up here and there. You get just enough to know about these people. And they give you just enough. Well, it's like a lot of stuff going on in the background, you know. You see him walking by with the singer doo 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 doo. I don't know why. Yeah. Take it, take it back. You know, that damn song that we'll hear over and over again. Thanks to Frank Stallone. <laughs> Good Frank, lord. The legend of Frank Stallone lives on. You know, my stepdad hum my stepdad hums that song, that take it back song. I don't even know if you realize where it comes from. But I I it's just doo doo doo. Do 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 take it back just over and so it's like so many like little aspects like you know I'm from Philly so this is how Philly looked like this is part of like how Philly still looks in a lot of cases like this whole vibe there so from a Philadelphian you had to see this movie and I've watched Rocky movies in the theaters like the later like not the older ones because I wasn't old enough but the later ones and I'll say this. You catch yourself cheering the during the fights. Yeah. I remember watching yeah. like Creed, especially Creed two. People was up like rooting, like it was like it's like like watching a real fight. Mm-hmm. Like people really get into those. Like it's something about Rocky fights. People really get into it, start chanting anything like that, and was like, it's few movies that gets you so wrapped up into it. Except Rocky Balboa. I didn't. I just didn't like the way that that fight scene was shot. I don't know. It was just something off about their fight scenes in that one. He yeah, like got brick in his gloves. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, is there anything else that stands out about this movie? This movie did win an Oscar too, right? It got nominated for a few. It won one, I think, for like maybe screenplay or something like that. I think it got nominated for Best Picture. One, it was just a monster movie. Just think about it. It made the most money out of any movie that came out that year. Yeah. Uh, that's a big thing. Like Sylvester Stallone tried for the longest to do this movie, and it was like you know they was like yeah we'll do it somebody else star, he's like, and he's nah. like no, <laughs> he be- and it's fun like he believed himself enough and struggled and sacrificed to get it. He believed in his vision to make this work. He made it work. So this Rocky story is almost a story about him, like his life, because it's like you know. He got this whole because we've talked about Sylvester Stallone. He's a very smart man, but people don't give him credit for being smart because of how he sounds and how he looks. It's it, it's insane. Him and Dolph Lundgren are like some smart cats, and it's like. But people know Dolph Lundgren's smart because they hear the story, and yep, it's like, yep. well, Dolph Lundgren's European. They don't realize like he's a genius. They just know it's like, okay, he's European, so he probably. So when you hear about his background, like, okay, that I'm not that surprised. <laughs> So Mr. Stallone is like, they treat him like a, him and Swartz, they treat him like lunkheads. They both smart. Both of them. You can't, there's no way in the world they would have reached where they are in their lives by being dummies. Because I think a lot of people are, uh, around, you know, that 35 and over age, especially older people, they look at these action stars as like, oh, they just action stars. Like, you no, know, these yeah. are real people who are shrewd and and a businessman and no and also here's here's the thing people will believe in beautiful people 
They'll follow them. They'll elevate them. But they don't think they're smart. They don't. They think rich people are smart all the time. Yeah. But especially beautiful people, especially if you like athletic and if you're a beautiful woman. You will always overcome that. Oh, well, you know, they just got by on looks. They never give them the credit for intelligence. Never. It's a bigger issue. It's a far bigger issue with women. Don't get me wrong. It's a huge issue with women. Like, if you're beautiful, nah, you got to be a bimbo. They never going to think you got brains. If you're a man in shape, they're going to think, oh, they think it's wrestling being a lunkhead. Like, and I wonder if he overcompensates by that because, like, a lot of his movies, he's not just a dude. He's smart. Like Tango and Cash, <laughs> stock market, <laughs> you know, Escape Plan, he was a, a lawyer, you know, like a lot of movies, like, you know, he's, he's just, he's smart. Even when it's like, you know, Rosie doesn't have to be smart. He's the smarter, clever. Yeah. So it's like to kind of overcome that. Cause like, I don't blame him. If everyone thinks you're a dummy, he's like, you basically a self-made man that made that. Like, keep in mind, he directed stay in life. Oh, it. Stand alive is so good. Did I ever tell you that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like he writes, like he writes a lot of like that movie, the Jason Statham movie, he's fighting um James Franco as the meth dealer. Stallone wrote that script. <laughs> like Stallone is a writer. He writes a lot of stuff. He writes, but I don't think it's like sometimes other than this movie, I don't think it's like respected the work that he's put in. Mm-mm. Like it's like cool. Oh yeah, you know he did this and it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, he did Rocky, but anything else is like, just like. Yeah. Uh, nah. And then Creed, then Creed dropped and it's like, oh yes, and he got nominated for supporting act. Like yeah, you, so Sylvester Stallone can act, and it just took that. It's like yeah, Sylvester Stallone. It's a reason like it's a reason he is where he is and Steven Seagal isn't. If all it took was muscles, then you know it'd been a lot of uh, Hulk Hogan would have been a movie star. Oh. Thank goodness. Hulk, we got muscles. Hulk, we got charisma. He didn't do nothing. Look at Steve Austin. To this day, I can't figure out why he wasn't a movie star. Me either. And I think it's because I think it's almost him. And I don't think he really enjoyed the grind of making a movie. I don't. I don't think because so, he's always come off the hard work. I don't think. It, I think it's the you think? thing is. Yeah, I think what it is is he's in the wrong era. Like he was. If he <clears> came out in the 80s, early 90s, or if he came out now, because they don't, they didn't know what to do with him. That's what it was. Because you see him, it's like he doesn't have the rocks different. Like you see the rock, and the rock can do a lot of things. Like the rock's lovable. Mm-hmm. Like the rock, you can like him. Steve Austin, you respect him and want to be him, but you don't necessarily want to like like him. It's and it's kind of like you just see him. It's like okay, it's this big bald white guy. Either I'm gonna play for laughs or he's gonna be a straight up action star. They don't know how to harness his charisma. And every time I see him movies, just come off. It's like I've never seen a movie. I've seen the movies he's in, and they never harness his charisma. He's just like it could have been anybody. It's just a big dude. I the closest one was the longest yard. Yeah, yeah, and that was for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Boy. Especially that library scene. Uh huh. Look at that. What you, what, you, what you reading there, nigger? Because <laughs> I felt like he, I felt a certain way, and I'm just hoping that. Well, did I, Jeff, did I offend you with the use of that word? <laughs> oh, I saw that in a movie theater. I'm like, he dropped that smooth. It's too I'm, smooth for me. Too smooth. I'm like, and I know, I'm like, I know he got talent, but. Yeah, I saw The Longest Yard in the movie theater, and I remember when that scene came with him and Nashville, yep. and I'm like, ooh. Because all, all the black people in my theater was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. We all looking like, they got Stone Cold all the way out of pocket. All and, the this, way. and you know what's funny? We can rap about that. You see that, and who would have guessed you see that movie like Kevin Nash end up being the super woke one? Right, <laughs> you would have never, like, you would have never. It's amazing, like, you go on Twitter and it's like, if you saw Ron Perlman and Kevin Nash, you would never guess how they look would be how they are because people be getting their mentions beyond certain stuff and they be like, you picked the wrong one, cracker. Like, Kevin <laughs> Nash be quick to call some white dude a cracker, and, like, 
Maybe leave that, leave that man alone. Let him drink his wine in peace. And so is Ron Perlman. I'm like, yeah, don't you watch Sons of Anarchy be thinking they one way. It's like, nah, that was just a movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we could close out on that. That was Rocky 1. I guess we'll just keep dropping them until we get to Creed 2. But uh, other than that, just remember, Pauly is a villain who will ultimately be the super villain of this whole series. Yeah. <sighs> oh man, and eight, and this is gonna be one of the last time you gonna be rooting for Adrian because it just goes downhill from here. Wait a minute, I'm trying to figure. Oh, hold on, two, three. Okay, okay, yeah. From yeah. they basically, it's a reason. This Adrian, Adrian Balboa, is the patron saint for every time a, people complain about a woman holding down her man. Whether it's Peggy Bundy, Scarlet from Breaking Bad, think about all the shows when people come, but they have anti-heroes, and think about all the hate their wives and girlfriends get. Mm-hmm. You think about you hear how they talk about Scarlet from Breaking Bad? Yeah, she ain't letting Walter cook. She's a bitch. <laughs> she ain't like she ain't let that man cook. Got me tired. Yeah, like people was tight. You know, um, Carmela Soprano, all of them. And it started with Adrian. It's this. It's my earliest memory was Adrian Balboa. Cause that you can't win. Ooh, that hurt like, me. That so still hurt me now. You need to give up, Rock. Stop being a coward. Like the only time that she gave him some pep in the step was a little bit in Rocky Three and Rocky Five, when it's like, yeah, we broke. So what? Man up. Love your son. And she gave him in two. We just when she told him to go. No, she told him. Oh, after after she was messing up his training for all that time, and they went in a coma. Oh, she knew that hospital bill was gonna be tough, so she knew go in. We need some more money. Mm. He (laughs) should spend all this money. All right, you know, buying a house on forty percent on forty percent interest or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, so yeah, it is not even agent fault that it's portrayed that way. It goes downhill for a lot of people. Starting on from Rocky two onwards. Yeah, but anyway, this has been uh, Rocky one. We will be back next week, hopefully, with Rocky two. And we are out. Peace. <laughs>